housing affordability just got some help from the Biden White House. That Ohio train derailment just got a lot more interesting. Staff cuts over at NPR makes the news. It is the business news headlines for Wednesday, the 22nd day of February. Thanks for being here. In other news, the central bank and the latest rate hike is in. As retailers attempt to cut down on theft, are they also driving away consumers? We've got the Wall Street Report. And how about subscribing to your local restaurant? For the interview, you'll meet creator Tevante Diggs from Taro International and his own company. But first, the news. Insight on business news and comment with Michael Libby is made possible through the support of Taro International, the premier interpersonal skills, research, and corporate training company. Achieve, lead, and outclass with Taro. T-E-R-O dot com. Focus and Find, a high-level, socially responsible search firm helping major corporations in their search for diverse talent. Focusandfind.com Funding also comes from the National Tractor Parts Dealer Association, an international organization supporting the new and used agricultural and construction parts industry. Learn more at ntpda.com Thank you, Hunter Pease, and welcome to this, the Wednesday edition of the Business News Headlines. I'm your host, Michael Libby. Grateful that you're along for the ride again today. Reach out to us all day, all evening long on Twitter at IOB underscore NewsHour. Well, this is a move that could help some 850,000 home buyers, and it comes at a time when affordability issues among low-income and first-time home buyers is hurting. CNN is reporting that the Biden administration announced the move that could save buyers $800 in fees. The move affects mortgage insurance premiums paid by new borrowers who take out loans insured by the Federal Housing Administration. It will reduce the annual premium from 0.85% to 0.55%. Marsha Fudge, the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, said that it's part of an ongoing effort to address housing affordability challenges in the United States. This change, which takes effect on March 20, is expected to expand access to home ownership. For home buyers who have good credit and can make a down payment above 10% of the home's price, FHA loans tend to be more expensive than conventional loans. For home buyers struggling to enter the housing market, there are some loans like FHA that come with required mortgage insurance. The insurance lowers the risk for the lender to make a loan so that borrowers can qualify for a loan they might not otherwise be able to get. Well, no doubt you've heard all about the train derailment that happened in Ohio and the resulting health concerns voiced by the people who live in East Palestine. Now comes, well, some economic news about that train derailment. CNN is reporting that Norfolk Southern CEO Alan Shaw pledged the freight railroad will spend $6.5 million to help those affected by the release of toxic chemicals from its derailment nearly three weeks ago. Yeah, so far, so good, right? But... A plan released earlier this year, the company said it's planning to spend more than a thousand times that amount, or $7.5 billion, to repurchase its own shares in order to benefit its stockholders. 
Meanwhile, there is no estimate as to the total cost to Norfolk Southern from the derailment, including the cost of cleanup that the Environmental Protection Agency says will be the railroad's responsibility. Share repurchases are not limited to the rail industry. Chevron recently announced plans to repurchase $75 billion worth of its stock with windfall record profits that came from high oil prices. Share repurchases are forecast, by the way, to get this top $1 trillion this year. While some industries are swimming in profits, see above, National Public Radio, or NPR, faces a $30 million shortfall and has announced it will have to cut staff by 10%. All of this from a memo sent to the NPR staff by Chief Executive John Lansing. He went on to say that it will be a major loss for the media chain. The layoffs at the public broadcasters, home to popular news programs like Morning Edition and All Things Considered, will result in at least 100 positions being eliminated, that according to CNN. In recent months, the media and technology sectors have taken a battering as advertisers tighten spending due to some economic uncertainty. Across the news industry, layoffs have been, well, rampant. CNN, NBC News, MSNBC, Vox Media, Gannett, and other organizations have cut their workforces in recent months. And companies that haven't laid off staffers are taking strong measures to reduce spending. Now, in the case of NPR, the $30 million shortfall came from reduced support by corporations, who, by the way, are cutting their own budgets. In a surprise move, the U.S. Central Bank raised the lending rate a quarter of a point. That's the smallest increase since March of last year. Fed watchers were expecting a half-point increase, but that was not to be. And looking at this quarter-point increase, we sort of suspect the markets may, may boom soon. Retailers across the U.S. are battling a dramatic increase in product theft. Called shrink, the loss is up some 27% over the past year, costing stores a combined total of $100 billion. In an attempt to clamp down, retailers are hiring more security, adding cameras, and even locking up products. And it's that last step that is potentially turning consumers off. CBS News is reporting that locking up goods can backfire for the retailer. Encased merchandise meant to deter thieves can drive away shoppers who tire of waiting for a staffer to come along to unlock items for them to buy. The inconvenience of summoning a clerk to unlock deodorant or razors has caused some customers to turn to online retailers for those kinds of everyday essentials to save time shopping. Of course, I have my own story about that. One of my pet peeves is that our local Walmart locks up Tito's Vodka. And by the way, only Tito's Vodka. And there is never a staffer around to unlock the case. However... That's not a problem over at Costco. So how about you? Are you turned off by locked up merchandise? Let us know on Twitter at IOB underscore NewsHour. 
Even the Fed rate hike of only a quarter of a point couldn't rescue Wall Street today. The Dow ended the trade off by 84 points to close at 33,045, while the Nasdaq rose by 14 points to end the day at 11,507. And the S&P 500 was off a bit over six points, finishing at 3991. Meanwhile, West Texas Intermediate Crude was down by over $2.40 at $73.95 a barrel. And finally, there is this. And this is about subscribing to your favorite restaurant. The Associated Press is reporting that more and more restaurants are turning to subscription models as a way to bring in a steady stream of revenue and improve customer retention. Now, for a monthly fee, patrons get everything from unlimited drinks to free delivery to complimentary appetizers. Large chains like Panera and P.F. Chang's are using the model, as are a growing number of smaller and high-end restaurants. About a quarter of Panera's transactions come from the eatery's subscription model, that according to the Associated Press. But there could be a but about all of this. Will pushing subscriptions take away from creating better and more unique menu items, or can those restaurant chains do both? Stay with us and click ahead for a conversation about video production and marketing. My guest is Trevante Diggs, who just might be a relative of football great Trevon Diggs. After all, the, the, the families? They're from the same part of the country. Who knew? Thanks for listening. Be sure to click ahead. <laughs>